Good morning. One of the wonderful things that I can, and this is a great remembrance for me, when I was growing up, uh, as many of you know, I'm Italian, and I lived with my parents and my maternal grandparents who came from Italy. And we lived in an area that was all Italian. I mean, it was 100% Italian. So it was like little Italy. And on Sundays, and I know some of you can relate to this, the most wonderful thing on Sunday is when you got home, was that sauce was on the stove. Okay? Now, in the summertime, because all the windows would be open in the neighborhood, because nobody had air conditioning in those days, the aroma of all these houses fixing spaghetti sauce on a Sunday would just permeate the entire neighborhood. And what I remember vividly is I remember getting the bread, Italian bread. Now, this is the crunchy bread, not that soft bread you get now, but that really crunchy Italian bread. And every 10 to 15 minutes, I remember breaking a piece of bread off, dipping it in the sauce, and tasting it. Every 10 to 15 minutes. What a wonderful thing that was. And you can taste it. You know, as it cooked, it, it changed, the flavor t- changed. It got better, and it got better, and it got better. So there was this wonderful anticipation also of this wonderful dinner. And we always ate Sunday dinner early on Sunday. I don't know how anyone else remembers that. And, and of course, you don't have to be Italian to remember whatever ethnic, whatever foods that you prepared routinely on Sunday became your very special, special Sunday meal. But I remember that so vividly and so fulfilling and so wonderful and so tasty. And sometimes when I'm by myself, I just, even now, if I'm sitting out on a patio or something and it's nice and quiet, it takes me back to that time when my parents were alive and my grandparents were alive and we would sit around and just eat and enjoy this wonderful food and each other. What happens if we don't eat? We die, ultimately. We starve to death, right? We've got to eat. If we don't eat, you know, it's not an overnight death that occurs. Starvation is very slow. It's over the course of days to weeks. It just depends on how big. I could go for a while, okay? And some of you can go even longer than me, okay? So I'm not pointing fingers at anybody and some may be significantly less, okay? (laughs) All right, okay, all right. But nonetheless, it is not an overnight situation. We die slowly. We starve slowly. We become very thin slowly. We become very weak slowly. And then ultimately, there is death. It even brings to mind, you know, we go back into history not even that long ago, We see all these people that were in concentration camps and how thin and emaciated and ill they were and people now that are put in prison that are not taken care of. Children on the street starving. All these things that's still there and it's this very slow death. We need that sustenance. We need that nourishment for you and for me to be able to walk this earth. The same thing we need 
in our spiritual and in our faith lives. We need to eat so that we too can walk this journey of faith and spirituality. What do we call that spiritual food that we need? Hmm? The Eucharist. The body and the blood of Jesus Christ. That's our nourishment for our spiritual and our faith life. Without receiving that, without taking in that nourishment, you and I who do not receive will slowly and gradually die in faith and spirituality. Jesus knew that. And that's why Jesus makes it so easy for us to receive Him, His body and His blood in the simplicity of a little piece of bread and a sip of wine we receive Jesus Christ. He doesn't make it hard for us to do that. It was hard for Him in His life because for Him to do that, He had to live His life, He had to die, and then ultimately rise from the dead. The work was His. We receive what Jesus Christ is and has done for all of us. That is the heart and that is the soul of Catholic Christianity. Is in the Eucharist, in the sacrament, we have the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? Do you? Do you believe that in your heart? Yes. Do you believe that in your mind? Yes. And I can say the same thing. We have to believe that. And that we are being gifted with life-giving nourishment. Now having said that, one of the things that is so disheartening for anybody who distributes communion, I know Father can say it, Father Ed can say it. Deacon Hector can say it. I can say it. And those of you extraordinarily administering the sacrament of Holy Eucharist, you can see in the people that come up to receive the body and blood of Christ, you can see in their eyes and in their mannerisms how important this is to them, or how unimportant it is to them. It's sad. We don't all come to Eucharist with great joy all the time, right? I mean, there may be things going on in family, there may be illness, could be loss of job, whatever, don't feel well, okay? But we are still coming to Jesus Christ and receiving the God and Savior of the universe in that simple bread and wine. So then why do so many people, it's not here, I'm talking everywhere, I'm not, this is every Catholic church, 
people will come up and it's like, amen. Like, big deal, right? Don't even look. Can barely say amen. Barely put a hand out. And you can see in their eyes how meaningful the reception of Jesus Christ is to them. Maybe that's we all have to look at that. We all have to look at how we come and receive the Lord and the God of the Eucharist. Our hearts should be open. Our hearts should be on fire. Our hearts should be in needful want of this blessed, blessed food. And our minds should be stirring up as we come down this aisle. I'm receiving Jesus. I'm receiving Jesus. I'm receiving Jesus. Think about it. Pray over it. Open up to it. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. It's the same Jesus Christ that comes to each and every one of us. You know, I even wonder sometimes, those that come up and it's like, amen, why the hell am I here? I don't want to be here. I wonder when they meet Jesus for the last time, if Jesus is going to say, why are you here? Open ourselves up to the beauty and the wonder of the Lord, the God of the Eucharist. So you and I can continue to grow stronger in our nourishment of our faith and our spiritual life. And yes, this is the Eucharist, which means thanksgiving. We should be thankful to Almighty God for the gift of our Savior and our Lord. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I bid you peace.